I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Welcome to episode 106 of the Strap Season Podcast. As always, I'm your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And guys, please make sure you head over to our Instagram page, which is Strap Season Podcast, or Twitter, which is Strap Season Pod. There's a link in the bio on both of those platforms there. And that link will tell you, take you to where we are situated at streaming-wise. So if you like your audio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, the usual places, if you like visuals, we've got the YouTube channel up and running as well, and we tend to upload our visuals about two days after the audio drop. So, yeah, guys, make sure you do that. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. But um, first of all, bro, you good? Ready to talk some boxing? Yeah, let's get into it, bro. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get straight into it. Um, Should we start uh-huh. our home team, as we normally do? Uh, okay. There was, a, there was a card on Saturday, a boxer card, yeah. Sky Sports. This was, we talked about this last episode. So this is the Liam Smith versus Hassan Wankino fight card. Um, I think we said that our interest was really catered to, I guess, one of the undercard fights, which was the chief support, I think, the Dan Aziz versus Shaq and Pitters for, for Dan, Dan Aziz's light, was it light? Ugh. Lightweight, no, light heavy. Come, come, uh, no. He's got the British light heavyweight title belt, right? Yeah. I think the Commonwealth belt was also up for grabs as well, I think. Um, but yeah, Flo, did, did you catch that fight first of all? I did. I yeah. did. Cool. Um, so yeah, what were your thoughts on it? Dan Aziz has come away with a, a UD win. Oh. Um, yeah, what were your thoughts on it first, first of all? Um, like we said, good fight. Yeah. Very good fight. Um, exciting. We know what um, Dan Aziz likes to um, come forward, make it rough and ugly. And we know Shakan applied this to that almost against his his attributes or such, but yeah. he's happy to engage in that type of that type of fight. So it was exciting from start to mm. finish. Um yeah, high level fight, good British dust up, especially when it's for the British belt, it always seems those fights always seem entertaining, man. So mm. yeah, I enjoyed it. What'd you make of it? Yeah, no, I enjoyed it very much, actually. I thought it was pretty exciting, actually, when it kicked off. Oh. Uh, I, I thought, I, I, I kind of feel for Shaq and Peters, man. Mm-hmm. I really do. Because I'm watching this fight, I'm taking in this fight. And to me, I'm seeing from a from a technical perspective mm-hmm. and just, yeah, just from a boxing standpoint, I really like what he does and what he brings. Yeah. And... I was actually preferring his work just from a boxing standpoint, what he was doing, the shots he was picking to me were great shots placed well, um, just good fundamentals. Yeah. And I fall for him because he lost his fight pure in the fact that Dan Aziz is so, so relentless. Like he just doesn't stop. Dan Aziz does not stop. And he, he sort of epitomizes the whole come forward take two to land four kind of mentality. And yeah, to me, I, I'm just seeing Shaq and Peters in portions of that fight get overwhelmed almost just based on the activity that Dan Aziz brought. 
And that's why I'm saying I fall for him because to me, he boxed really well and he boxes very, very well. And it's just such a shame that, yeah, you know, there were parts where he was getting roughed up in there because of the fact that Dan Aziz is just so relentless. And credit to Aziz because, we, like you said, we know what he brings. Aziz brings the same thing every time. Constant pressure, can keep forward, keep coming forward. And it's just going to be on you like a rash. Um, I think from, I think the first one was pretty cagey flaws, but it kind of kicked off in the second round. Because that's yeah. when I've seen Pitters, and I actually gave Pitters the second round. I thought Pitters was picking the better shots. Uh, you know, we talked about how Pitters is happy to oblige and have a dust up as well. Mm. But he was actually boxing to what you thought he would box to in terms of his size, yeah. obviously being six sets behind the jab at range. And he was trying to pick off Danazis every time Danazis came in. And if you notice, Flo, the, up, the uppercut from Pitters was an early weapon for him. He caught him a couple of times with that. Yeah. Um, but after that second round, where I thought it was a good Peters round, Dan Aziz, the motor just kicked in. <laughs> and he started to do his whole rough and tumble, come forward, just kind of overwhelm you with, with constant pressure. And there were portions in that, I guess the middle portions, where it looked like Peters was just going to get overwhelmed, really. And he was just getting roughed up on the inside, which suits, obviously, an inside game suits Dan Aziz a lot more. And um, yeah, it was a shame. Uh, but even though he was competitive throughout, but yeah, I guess I, I was just thinking to myself, wow, is he Peters is a really good boxer and I'm lucky, liking his work, liking his shots here, but that activity from Dan Aziz is just too much to overcome. Man. He's going to be tough to beat. He's I came away from that fact that Aziz is going to be very, very tough to beat because he just keeps coming. <laughs> he just keeps coming yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hear what you're saying because early on, Shakab was using the jab, was moving, boxing and moving, firing out the jab, um, which is what you want to see. I feel like his footwork lets him down in terms of he's not the best at boxing and moving as such, um, mm. getting out of danger with his footwork. Um, but early rounds I gave to him, I think the first three rounds I had him ahead, Shakan. Yeah. Then yeah. the middle portions, like you say, that's when Dan Aziz kind of was forcing his way on the, on the inside, roughing him up, going to yeah. work. Um, and that's where I think Shakan's footwork was letting him down. Yeah. I think from like maybe the ninth and tenth ninth. rounds, ninth, get the second win. We, st- we started to see him control the distance a bit better. So he'd jab and grab almost, yeah. <laughs> which was what he should have been doing in the middle. If your yeah. footwork can't get you out of danger, jabbing and tie him up and yeah. just don't let him get. Because he was he, sometimes he'd be standing there and trading with him on the inside in the middle rounds, and he'd be losing those exchanges. Yeah, but I think around the ninth, tenth round, he started to think, okay, maybe fatigue played a factor mm-hmm. but he would be tying him up on the inside rather than exchanging with him yeah. and I, I think I gave him a few more rounds there so it was a close fight to me but I think in terms of the story of the fight that Aziz was taking it and yeah. he, he won it for me I don't think there's any too much controversy in that sense yeah um, I think the only controversy flaws if it was controversy at all I guess some people might have felt that the cards might have been a bit wide yeah, scoring um, I agree it was wide Um I had Aziz the winner. Uh, I think for me, another thing as well, I think this is something that's sort of belied Shakan for his entire career. In the sense that, again, he was picking great shots and landing real, real clean looks mm. on Aziz. But it's his lack of power, flows. It really is his lack of power. Um, he doesn't hit hard compared to the other light heavies. And especially when you've got someone like Aziz that, is so is a pressure fighter and he comes forward a lot and you know he's happy to take a couple. We've said it many times in this pop before, 
what are the best ways to deter a pressure fighter? You've either got to tag them really hard <laughs> to stop them from, you know, make them think twice about coming in. Exactly. And Pitters was catching them cleanly, but Aziz was just walking through it, walking through it, happy to take it. Or you've got to, I guess, try and, you know, throw in the same amount of volume as they were, uh, as they are, sort of, maybe, as 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 something to deter them, maybe. And I think, as you mentioned, in ninth round, that's when sort of Pitters might have got a second win. I think he sort of had a gene up from his trainer. Probably told him, you know, he's letting that round slip away here, etc. They got into him a little bit. And from that ninth, ninth, tenth, I remember him actually up in his volume because he's not really a big volume puncher, Pitters. He hasn't thrown that much, especially compared to someone like Aziz, who throws a lot. So in the ninth, tenth, he had a lot of success because he was actually letting his hands go, not just obviously catching him with one, two good counter shots, happy to follow up and throw his hands as well, which also made for a great fight, obviously. But it's just a shame that obviously if he, if Pitters had power, boy, that could have been a different fight because he caught Aziz cleanly quite a few times, but Aziz was just tanking for him, tanking for him yeah. each time, man. And um, again, it's a big shame because I said I like Pitters a lot. And for someone that's 6'6", you can say he's a matchup, I mean, matchup problem. His dimensions aren't light, heavy dimensions. Donny is yeah. Donny's tall and rangy. And if he had power to his game, boy, he would be scary, but that's where the game goes, isn't it, Floss? <laughs> yeah, I think the power thing was definitely telling. I think once Dan Aziz realised that, ah, but his power ain't doing, not, ain't doing much, Yeah, I'm just going to, I don't need to be cautious about going in. I'm just going to fly in. Um, and that's what he was doing. Uh, i tell you what did annoy me was the commentary. Because I watched the fight twice. <laughs> I, mm. I watched, I watched, well, not fully. I watched the portions. Yeah. And first time I had the Sky commentary on, second time I had it on mute. And it was a much better fight to watch when it was on mute because yeah. it seemed more balanced. The commentators were moving like Shaq had won two rounds. Yeah, they did actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they said that Aziz has got from the seventh round. Is yeah, this is a rap. He's clear ahead. Yeah, for the seventh round, I had it like damn near even. So, it was competitive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, commentary and obviously um, well, that judges saw it that way, I guess. So yeah, that Aziz is the home fire in this in this case. Um, yeah. Shaq and with Shaq and was with boxer. I'm not sure if he still is. I don't know. Is he still uh, being managed by Dylan White? Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, because Dylan White was there. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, Dan Aziz was you can tell was the their golden boy in, in that sense. Yeah. They're both old. Shaq They're both they were young. <laughs> yeah. Shaq and was pissed. Um, he saw, he, won. he I think he thought he won. Yeah. And I, Obviously, I watched his interview afterwards. He said it was a sort of the scorecards were a joke. He wants to run it back. Um, yeah, as I said, I I I thought the scorecards were wide, but I did have Aziz as the as the correct victor. So um yeah, it is what it is. Um yeah, it's just a shame when you see someone that's clearly very talented, very skilled boxer-wise, but just sort of let down by the fact that maybe they don't really have the power or just that intensity. Like <laughs> Aziz is intense. That's the best way to describe him, really, man. He's mad intense. And he may not look the best. He may look a bit crude at times, etc. But like I said, he's he's very doggy. He's gonna be very difficult to beat, I think, because of yeah. just how intense he is. It's one of them ones. Um, it's, he's entertaining to watch. Always has been. Um, yeah. And I guess well, we on this podcast, we've been big fans of him for a while, for a long time now, and yeah. we've always put his name in the mix. Yeah. Before, I think now his name's in the mix. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Now his name's in the mix, but before when people were ignoring him and saying mm. no one was saying his name. Yeah, he's kind of worked his way to put his name in the mix. Strong armed his way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
and he's done it the, the old-fashioned way, English title, Come British, yeah. British title. Yeah. So he's, he's doing it the old-fashioned way. Um, and yeah, he's he's now in the he's pretty much in the mix. And we always do this after an Aziz fight or Shaka fight. Who do we want to see them in the next? Same look, same same sort of thing. So another domestic wide rival. It's got for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Craig Richards is coming off a loss. He might want to, you know, he might be interested in, you know, throwing himself back in there. And um, yeah, I'm happy to see Craig Richards and Aziz. Um, who else? Worker was in a crowd. <laughs> you see what he was doing, the sleeping thing. He was, yeah. Unfortunately, that's uh, far off because Ben Whitaker's only just started only just started his professional career. So that's not something that is gonna happen anytime soon, I don't think. Yeah, not anytime, but Ben Whitaker can be accelerated. He's got the talent to yeah. be accelerated. Um, he's, but he's, yeah, he's had an extensive amateur background, hasn't he? So yeah, and he's got the talent level and he's got the confidence as well. But yeah, yeah I think confidence. they'll they'll take the time with him. That's, yeah. To a degree, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Craig Richards. Give me that. I like that. Give me that. Give me that. <laughs> I want to see that next for Danazis. If that can be done, happy days. Uh I thought Craig or, will happily take that fight as well. Or Lyndon Arthur. Lyndon Arthur, if he yeah, I feel like Arthur might want need just a sort of get back fight because he seems to be obviously the Liard loss, he hasn't really he haven't heard of him since then. Maybe get back he's, fight he's, just he's to score fight announced, I think. He's got oh, date finally. announced. Yeah, okay. no, pro, it's a pro bellum there with it's a pro, yeah, pro bellum. I think, yeah, yeah, he's got a fight announced, but I don't know if he has an opponent. I can't remember what date is, but yeah, he's he'll be back this year. Yeah, I can't remember the date, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, shout out to um, Dazzy's though, good win, another good domestic uh, win that he's got there under his belt, and um, yeah, we see what's next for him, but definitely one to look yeah. out for. Um, Shaq has not done either, no, he's not. We'll be back. Yeah, 100%. Um, quickly touch upon, before we get to the main event, there's also wins for um, Adam Azim, who, you know, got his customary one-round KO. Um, yeah. The guy he fought, though, had never been stopped, which is, I guess, impressive in itself. They dismounted him one round, but he wasn't anyone credible, obviously. It's still early doors for him, so... But, yeah, no, he's fun to watch. He's fun to watch. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, Adam Azim and that, yeah, it was too easy. They need to, yeah. but two phase only had six fights, so I, I ain't gonna judge him. The only yeah, six fight this is, yeah, yeah. So I ain't gonna praise him to the heaven, high heavens. No. I ain't gonna disregard him. For I, I mean, I give him praise for knocking out an opponent that's never been stopped, but that's it, really. I don't know who that opponent's for because he, <laughs> he, he was happy to go. <laughs> Do you see what he done? Yeah. <laughs> this guy was on the ground and looked at his corner and shook his head. Yep. First knocked out. Man said, no. said no mass. <laughs> he said no more. He was sitting there and said, nah, I'm done. I was just like, come on, man. You didn't even get hit you that hard. Like, you, your, 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 your faculties are all there. You're not even, you said, nah, I can't be bothered. Um, and same yeah. with Fraser Clark. Fraser Clark, yep. Similar sort of thing. Knocked out some soup can. Um, expected again, again. It's what that's what is that his fourth fight or third fight? He hasn't had many for so yeah, yeah that was nothing to even worse. That one because yeah, I don't think Fraser Cup actually landed any punches. There's there was some very look flows. This card was interesting, uh, just to say the least, when it comes to some of these stoppages. Obviously, we'll talk about the main event in a sec, yeah, but yeah, very interesting stoppages. Um, let's put it that way. Um Tasha Jonas, last summer of a fight. 
she's now a unified champion in her yeah. weight class against uh, Patricia Berghau, I think her name is Swedish mm-hmm. fighter. Really, yeah. See, we know what the woman we we know what these women do. <laughs> we we know, we know what they're on. Yeah. Superb fight from first bell to the end. Tasha had to overcome quite a tough start because this this chick, the Swedish chick, she started really well first two rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was giving Tasha a lot of problems with her jab and just her ranginess. Tasha made them adjustments and used her superior speed. I think the speed was telling. The speed really helped her in this fight. Just get in and out kind of thing. And um, yeah, just just a real competitive, exciting fight. Deserved win for Tasha. Um, she's fun to watch, man. She's, I really, really, I really like watching Tasha Jones, man. She's, she's great to watch. Yeah. Um, always in good fights. Always turns up. Um, yeah. First round, I was a bit concerned because I was like, yo, <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that's that Swede came to came to fight, no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah. And she, she was moving, she was boxing, she looks good. And I was like, Yo, we might have a upset on our hands because she's the, mm. she's bigger. She had like the size, size difference is crazy. Um, and I, I was con- slightly concerned from that first round and maybe the second round as well. But yeah. I think Jonas's IQ is underrated as well. I think she yeah. does what she needs to do to win because I've seen her box different styles. I've seen mm. her come forward, be aggressive, and I've seen her box and like be switched on and look to counter punch as well because she was counter punching brilliantly that fight as yeah. well. So um, her yeah, her IQ is very much underrated because I think she made the adjustments that she needs to make and just took over the fight. So yeah, impressive. Yeah, I, I feel like. She's always gonna, in this division. She's always gonna be small compared to because I'm thinking about the last fight against Namus where she won the title. She looked tiny compared to her as well. Um, yeah. So she's really gonna make have to make use of her footwork and speed in this division because these girls all seem to be towering over her. <laughs> Can't lie. So, but yeah, no, nah, she yeah it doesn't deter her anyway. She does her thing. So yeah, she's very very good, man. Um, always knew she had really good boxing IQ. Um, even in the fights that she lost to me, she yeah. showed good IQ in those fights and. You know, she made adjustments on the fly, which is I like to see that from a fighter. So, no nah, man, great fighter, and um, I hope she goes on to become undisputed in that division. Yeah. Um, seems to be very easy to do in the women's game. So, <laughs> I, I expect she will do that. Hopefully, well, be a get big a statement. To. Yeah, big statement. Um, but yeah, like you say, because even like the fights where she's with underdogs, not expected expected to lose badly. Mm. She's giving them hell. Yeah, and that's, yeah. Shout out, Jonas. Yeah, I I too hope. She, she's like 38 now as well. Yeah, she's so. old, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, she's aging like fire and wine. The way she boxes. Hey. <laughs> uh, oh, shout shout to her. She's doing her thing. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Let's talk about the main event. Um, the strange, very, very strange fight, man. Very, very strange fight. Um, Liam Smith versus this Hassan Manquino guy. Bro, they need to investigate Marquino for match fixing immediately. <laughs> immediately. They, they, the, the powers that be, the governing bodies, whatever, they need to investigate this man because what I saw, I just couldn't believe it, bro. Um, yeah, this this is so frustrating as well because it's had a makings for a good fight. And mm. I can't lie, Flores, Smith was getting touched by this guy. <laughs> this guy was giving Smith hell. It, the first two rounds were kind of, the first one, KG, second round, not really happened. And then this Marquino guy just sort of, he just she sort of exploded into life, I guess, especially in that third round where he started to get his confidence in him and he started to pick great shots and his speed. And he looked like at the edge of power as well to Liam Smith. 
So you know what you're going to get with Smith. It's the same sort of stuff. Come forward. Yeah. Nothing flashy or anything. Just pretty standard, right? Yeah, one of your favorite players. Who? Liam Smith. (laughs) Don't rate the player at all. I can't lie, bro. Hey, man. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But this Mankino guy, obviously, is an unknown quantity, unknown sort of quantity, right? Because we don't really sort of know much about him massively. Um, but but we have seen him in action. We've so seen him in action. We know yeah. we know what yeah. to expect. Yeah, and it's funny enough. I think these two know each other very well because I think, like in like amateur days, they sparred and they went camps together, etc. So they're they're very well aware of each other. Smith was saying, as Smith used to say that Smith said that in sparring he he was a quitter, so he thinks he will quit during the fight, which is what this guy ended up doing from the looks of things. Um, Interesting. But in this third round now, this guy has caught Smith with some good combinations, etc. He's gone to the corner and Smith sort of pressured him in the corner. And it looked like he slipped and rolled his ankle. So the ref ruled it a slip, timeout, blah, 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 just let him sort of, you know, check his ankle and whatever. He was sort of rolling his ankle to make sure it was okay. Came back after the ankle roll, went back to work and sort of caught Smith for some good combinations and stuff. And he actually hit Smith after the belt. So obviously Smith was pissed and he, like, he tried to go over to him and stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is it's warms in flows, it's warming up. It's nice. Like, <laughs> this guy, this guy showed me something. Could be an upset here. Obviously, Smith has started the forefront angry, tried coming to this guy. This guy is slipping Smith's punches, catching all the counter shots, uppercuts. I'm thinking, yo, this is live, you know. <laughs> He's looking good. Like there was a time when he, I think he actually bust Smith as well. And Smith like had to cover up, sort of retreat. And then this all this thing happened. My Man- finds himself in the corner, right? Smith's gone over to him yeah. and Smith has caught him with a shot. And then Mankino is like, he's gone, like he's taken a, like a voluntary knee. Yeah. And spat his gum shoot out. You saw that, yeah? Yeah. So obviously, because he, he's taken a knee, the referee's counted him. And yeah. he's there saying, no, no, no. Like, you know, he's there like, you know, shaking his head, like, yeah. like almost like waving his finger, like, no. Nah. And then like, the referee's, he's then pointing at the gum shoot, obviously. So the referee's had to stop and, you know, clean it clean the gum shield, pull it back in. So he's come back now, obviously waved action again. He's caught Smith some more good shots. <laughs> Found himself in the corner again, bare weird. Yeah. Smith has gone over to him. I think he's thrown a punch or whatever. No, in fact, he didn't even throw a punch. Before, <laughs> no, before Smith even threw the punch, this guy just took another knee. So he, yeah. just took, he just went down. And then Smith tried to attack him and the referee just jumped in and waved the fight off. So, so strange. I, I've never seen it. I had no idea what happened. He was there then pointing to the ground or something, complaining. His corner getting angry or whatever. Smith is there pissed off because obviously I guess he's felt he's quit, which is what he said he would do later on in the fight, but not that early. Bro, I don't know if, if there was a big bet put on him on the fourth, but that looked like a dive to me, man. I can't lie because like I said, this guy was live. He was active. He was catching Smith with good shots. And then suddenly in that fourth round, he said, I don't want to know. And he just went down twice, volunteered, like for no reason. Crazy, man. Crazy. They all investigate this, brother. I can't lie. Well, they the, the whole card, to be honest. You know, a lot of times <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's annoying because fans have paid money. We've tuned in. And to see, I've counted three dives in that fight. I don't care what anyone's hitting the free, in, that in that card. card. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> three investigate dives. the whole card, you know. And it's just annoying. Like, like obviously, Liam Smith was annoyed. Um, Fraser Clark was fuming with he his was, opponent. Yeah, yep. um, yeah, it's a bit annoying. I think once again, the woman out, out, out shining the man. 
I'll do the best because, yeah, 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 it's it's it's, it's poor, it's embarrassing, but um, we move on. Yeah, um, we move on. It's just weird, man. Apparently, this guy was acting weird, or like he didn't come. Like I think he was late, or he didn't turn up to like the presses and stuff like that. Like apparently, he'd been moving funny like the entire sort of build up. So I don't know, man. But it's a shame because I said he looked like he was decent. Like he looked like he was giving Smith some trouble and stuff. But yeah, his way Smith moves on. He's looking for another title shot. Um, boy, I guess he's entitled to look for one, but not going to do. <laughs> Don't see him winning it, but yeah, he's entitled to look for. He's entitled to look for another title shot, I guess, before he calls it a day. Um, yeah. but yeah, strange, strange ending to the card. Um, yeah, definitely the pick of the fights were obviously Dan Aziz and also to Tasha Jonas's fight. Tasha Jonas fight, but yeah. yeah, cool, 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 cool. Let's move on to America. The return of Andy. Well, I say the return. He's he's, he's back now. Andy Ruiz, King Kong Ortiz. Um, yeah, this fight was interesting, Flores. Um, because I'll be so real. For a large portion of that fight, I thought that Andy Ruiz got outboxed by Luis Ortiz. I'm not even joking. Mm-hmm. For a large portion of that fight, I thought Andy Ruiz got outboxed by Luis Ortiz. Um, and it. <laughs> You know what you're gonna get with Andy Ruiz, right? Or you know, you know you're gonna get with Ortiz first of all. Obviously, he's a good boxer from a technical yeah. standpoint, very good boxer. Old, old as hell, but tricky southpaw, got power. Um, we questioned Ortiz's punch resistance based on how Charles Martin, who is a non-puncher, put him down twice in their last fight and just had him from jabs, as as you said, flows. Um, and I guess that punch resistance was on show or lack of because Ruiz was able to put this guy down three times um, during the fight. Twice in the second round and then one more in, in the later round. I can't remember which seventh, round. Was, seventh, seventh, seventh. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Seventh, yeah. Um, I think for me, yeah, I think Andy Ruiz can be super, super dangerous flows, which we knew. It's, it's like one of the worst kept secrets in the heavyweight division how dangerous Andy Ruiz can be because that hand speed flows is when he's in full flow it's 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 it's, it's, it's very very dangerous yeah. they're devastating hand speed and they were tired obviously at first he was able to sort of have his way with Ortiz because he would get in close uses blistering hand speed obviously Ortiz is not going to be able to out out speed him so he's winning these exchanges he's winning these exchanges based on his hand speed alone and obviously, we know he hits hard. So that was sort of the earlier portions of the fight in where Ruiz was able to get in close, boom, 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 pop his head off the combinations and have Ortiz in trouble. And that's what exactly what happened in the second round. Quick combination, top of the head, sort of, you know, sort of top of the head, caught him, dropped him, then dropped him again quickly afterwards, and Ortiz was able to survive the round. Middle portions now, Ortiz has made adjustments. Really good adjustments. He's making sure he's fighting behind the jab, trying to keep Andrew Ruiz at range and, you know, just stay on the outside, basically, and trying to counter him because Ortiz is a good counter puncher. And, bro, Ruiz looked lost. When we saw the same with AJ, when AJ decided to keep Andrew Ruiz at range, he's lost. He he can't, he, he doesn't really know how to, he, he struggles to sort of work his way inside. If you're a good boxer, competent boxer, and you keep Andrew Ruiz at range, He's lost, man. He's really, really lost. And there were those middle portions, especially Ortiz was doing that and doing it really, really well. And I thought to myself, yo, Ortiz is really outboxing this guy right now. Like Andy Ruiz wasn't really throwing much 
he wasn't really, you know, letting his hands go. He was proper like struggling to sort of download the data and how to get past the Ortiz jab, et cetera, et cetera. And just when you think, you know, Ortiz is really going on a roll, again, in that seventh round, out of nowhere, and he was able to close the distance, boom, 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 quick, fast, hard combination, drops Ortiz again. And obviously it's like, wow, all that good work he's done in putting these rounds together has just been undone by that. And yeah, for the rest of the fight, it was kind of back and forth kind of thing. But always was able to sort of have his way, I guess, with the speed and combination edge. But um, yeah, he got the W. But I do feel like it was a close... Well, no, actually, all scorecards were really close. So it was a very close fight. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think Andy Ruiz could have looked better. I thought he would look better than that. I'll be so honest. Even though it sounds harsh to me saying that, flows because he dropped a guy three times. I just don't think he looked that that good. I wasn't that impressed with him. Just because of how, how easily he was able to outbox by Ortiz, who is, don't get me wrong, a very good boxer, but an old boxer. He's not the same as he was a couple of years ago. So, yeah, that's my sort of my take on the fight. But, yeah, oh. Andy Ruiz moves on to probably fight Deontay Wilder in it. So, we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um, for me... I'm actually surprised because we've seen Ruiz get outboxed. Um, yeah. <laughs> Chris Ariola was giving him out <laughs> with the boxing. We've seen Joseph Parker, someone who boxes, who's known for his boxing, uh, mm -hmm. keep him at range, keep him at bay, and beat him. Ruiz is poor defensively. Let's keep it a buck. Yeah. His he, he's, he's footwork defensively is poor. Hand, <laughs> yeah. speed's, hand speed is ridiculous, but the footwork is slow. Yeah. Footwork is poor. His He gets caught. Um, on the inside is where he thrives because Boy. man's got sh these short arms. So on the inside, he, he, it's, it's true. On the inside, he, he can generate power and he has a, sh a shorter range to go with, with his, and he's got the hand speed as well. So on the inside is where you think, ah, oh, I'm going to tear this chubby boy up. But he's the one who's piecing you up before you do it. <laughs> he's we saw it with AJ. We've seen it, we've seen it again with Ruiz. Yeah. On the inside, he's a killer. And, yeah, I think that's where he takes advantage defensively. Look, let's not pretend that we, we know these guys aren't the, the killers of the division. We mm -hmm. know that. Ruiz <laughs> beating AJ was pretty, not a fluke, but it wasn't meant to happen. He's yeah. good. He's not, a, he's not a bum. But, he's dangerous, as we always yeah. said, when that fight was even made with AJ. But, yeah. Yeah. But these men aren't the killers. That's why I, I I thought this is a good fight because these are two guys who are supposed killers, but they're not really. Yeah. And I think they're at the same level. Obviously, I've picked Ruiz to win. Um, same, yeah. But yeah, Ortiz always has the boxing pedigree, the boxing background. Um, but yeah, with the lack of punch resistance and the lack of hand speed, yeah. I, I felt, yeah, Ruiz would have got to him. Um, yeah, it was a good fight. Um, yeah, but I don't think I don't think Ruiz is going to go on and make waves in the division. He's yeah, <laughs> he's not. yeah, he's not. Um, it's interesting because parts of the fight was good when they both opened up, but a lot of there's also a large portion of the fight where because Ortiz was boxing Ruiz and Ruiz wasn't really getting inside and struggling to sort of get round the jab, etc. He wasn't able to throw that much. And obviously, Ortiz is just going to keep jabbing away and just counting every now and again. So there were times when the crowd was even booing, kind of almost like, just like, well, come on, where's the action, et cetera. 
Um, but there were certain rounds where he exploded into action, which you sort of expect with those two, especially yeah. sort of towards the end. But um, yeah, now we expect obviously if what if what if, so the plan is obviously you know if Wilder beats Hellenius, which he should do, should be as you said a exciting knockout, <laughs> disgusting <laughs> knockout. It should be Wilder versus Ruiz, which is what I want to see because I've said from day one I want I want to see something. <laughs> and I do. I look. I think Andy Ruiz can trouble any heavyweight in the sense that just if they're able to, well, if you're a heavyweight that can't really box, <laughs> which Wilder can't really box, we should see something exciting because he might be able to get on the inside, and just obviously we know on the inside he's devastating. He really is devastating. You're not going to out combination him. He's just too quick, and he hits hard as we know. So it could be very very interesting that Wilder fight. I do think he'll give Wilder a bit of trouble, but on that showing, just because of how. Bad defensive Andrew Ruiz is. Yeah, boy, it could be the inevitable, as we know with Wilder, you know, get out of box or get roughed up a couple for a couple rounds and then boom, land that big bomb. And yeah, we've seen Ruiz go down. So yeah. <laughs> if Chris Ariola put him down, do you think Deontay Wilder's going to do when he catches him? <laughs> so yeah. Um, should be an exciting fight still though. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. But I don't know. I thought Ruiz would be able to handle Ortiz just a bit better. And yeah, the way he was getting out of box, I was like, wow. Wow. You're going to let this old man do this to you? Boy. <laughs> it's, 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 I'll tell you what's funny is that these men are both saying they want title aspirations, but you're calling out Wilder? <laughs> but we know, we know what PBC are about. We know what they want. That's yeah. That's that's why it's just funny when they get on Twitter talking or getting interviews and start talking mm. because they show their ass when it comes down to it. <laughs> um, okay, fight Wilder. <laughs> that's a good fight. Um, we get for the Wilder. The Wilder fight would probably they'll be made mandatory for WBC in it. So yeah, yeah. but then you don't call out. You don't call out a eliminate eliminate a fight. You call out the <laughs> champions, don't. <laughs> Yeah, if, that, that's the end goal, surely. Yeah, the yeah so, um, yeah, fight each other, good fight. Um, yeah, be interesting. Wilder's Wilder, let's give Wilder credit. He fights at mid range and he's good at keeping his distance in, in a sense. Um, yeah, his distance when he wants control, to, he can jab yeah. right, Wilder. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he sets up his best punch from the jab, from the jab um, yeah, when, when he wants to, but he's very good at keeping out of range and keeping out of danger. Um, yeah. It's when he tries to engage and he engages poorly <laughs> with no technique. That's when he starts getting pieced Telegraph up. Telegraph punches as well. Yeah. <laughs> but when he wants to keep his distance and keep a bay, he's yeah. got the long arms. He could do that. His footwork isn't horrendous. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's... This is an Olympian. He, he has he's wiry. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah. an, he's an athlete. He's very athletic, yeah. as we know. So, very, very athletic. So, yeah. Um, it's just certain boxing fundamentals he completely lacks. So I, I think he could beat Ruiz. I think once yeah, that no, right hand we... detonates, yeah, he, he could beat anyone. But yeah, does he still have that right hand? No, I think he's... he. Did. I think I still think he's got the right hand. And at the same time, Ruiz can also catch Wada if he's able oh, to get in close. And yeah, yeah, you know. So I'm yeah. buzzing, buzzing yeah. badly. Yeah, 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 hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens there, but. Yeah, Andrew Ruiz, Andrew Ruiz, as expected, moves on, but it was a very, very tough fight for him. And um, yeah, he's still got a lot of work to do, man. He's still got, he's still got some work to do. But um, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, that's the end of King Kong Ortiz. <laughs> Actually, no, no, no he's still got a fight. No, we, no, we need him. <laughs> Stick around. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. <laughs>
Tocó irme. Oh, man. Cool. Um, cool. So, also on your undercard of that Ruiz Ortiz fight, Isaac Cruz was in action. Let's quickly touch oh. upon him because he got like, what, a highlight real knockout against his opponent. Uh, I think his opponent is called Ramirez, Eduardo Ramirez. Um, yeah. Flores, don't you think that they're they're proper trying to push this Isaac Cruz, brother, man? You, you think they're proper, proper, proper pushing it? I'm seeing. Bro, ever, since PBC, I, ever since I lost a tank. The PBC formula of the, the Mexican fighter versus the African-American. I'll beat the formula. They've raised this guy out of nowhere. Granted, beautiful knockout. Um, highlight roll knockout, like you say. But seeing the crowd's response to Isaac Cruz was crazy. They were loving him. Mad popular, yeah? Mad popular. Um, and Tank was in the crowds, obviously, after his win. He calls that Tank. Um, he's He won the WBC interim title, I believe. Okay. So he's he's calling out Tank. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, the, the camera pans to Tank and yeah. Tank is laughing and whatnot. Um, and they were like, oh, if that fight doesn't happen with Tank... He was like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe Devin Haney. <laughs> You're choking me. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, Devin Haney's out there. I've got the WBC interim, so, yeah, we can... Was like, oh, my gosh. Like, First of all, you. they better not make the tank rematch. They better... PBC, they better not do that. Don't give us that stepped-on fight again. Bro, I can't Second believe more, this, it's a discussion. <laughs> Oh, you, you, oh God, and it's gonna happen as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. I know, I know. PBC too well. It's gonna happen. Yep. Gosh, what they're gonna oh, do? What they might do is might make Cruz be Roley or someone. Yeah, and the winner runs winner back fights, attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's gonna keep sake. the pass the pass. Uh, um, PBC, PBC are so flipping nasty, so nasty, and the American public will eat it up. They eat oh, it up. The pay, pay per view, eating up, eat it. Bro, it's nasty, nasty behavior. I even remember when, remember when he fought Tank and Oscar De La Hoya was tweeting and said, "Oh, I want to make Ryan Garcia versus versus Isaac Cruz." <laughs> Why is this guy getting ratings like this? Cool, okay. He he's performed well against Tank. He you know he's his pressure fighting Mexican pitbull style. But come on, man, this guy. Why you, why are you raising this guy up? <laughs> why they did a lot. They call him the new back. He's like Mike Tyson Cruz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you lot are funny. Like, nah, they're taking the David Haney's right there. <laughs> David Haney's there, the man of the division. They're taking the piss. They're taking the piss. You lot are doing all you can to avoid saying his name. Yeah. You have to be pressed, pressed to say. <laughs> yeah, that division. Them 140, 135, all their man and moving so strange. Yeah. So Weirdos, man. Weirdos. But, Let's talk about real fights, proper fights now, Flores. Mm. Because this weekend, one of the most anticipated fights that we've talked about on this pod since two years ago has <laughs> <laughs> finally happened on the weekend. Savannah Marshall, Clarissa Shields is finally here. This is probably... I'm sorry, Katie Taylor and Hermana <laughs> Serrano. This is the best female box, women's boxing fight I've ever seen, ever. I haven't seen it yet, but this is this is the one. <laughs> this is the one. Props to you lot, but this is the one. It's finally here, Flores, after all the build-up, all the back and forths, the appearances at each other's fights, 
the tweets flaws is here, man. I'm buzzing. I'm but and when Simon Bear is, we finna be there live on. <laughs> yeah, we have to live and direct. We're there, be at the O2 Arena to watch this. Take this in. Take it. Taking this historic fight. Oh man, where to start with this one, Flores? Because obviously you know it's really smoky between both of these two, and this oh. this is real nil. Not only Flores, not only is this a actually good, credible boxing fight. It's not more than credible. This is an elite level boxing fight between two elite level boxers. Yeah. But they generally have genuine disdain for each other. It's not a fate. It's no Chris Eubank Jr. No Conor Benting. This is real. <laughs> this is real needle. This is real, real beef. That's that's been. Brewing since what when Savannah beat her in the amateurs at 17. Yeah. <laughs> ten years ten years ago? Yeah, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. It's Chris has been festering and harboring this beef since then. So yeah, man, it's just finally to finally be, you know, great to get on the way. Let's um well let's do what we usually do first. We've got to preview it. <laughs> um first of what have, what have you made of like the preamble? You know, the obviously the gloves are off came out the other day. Um all the, all the pressers, etc. I know you've taken all that stuff in for us. Well, what have you made of it so far? What, 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 what are you telling about the body language between both fighters? I've enjoyed it. Um, well, we, we know uh, <laughs> Savannah likes to try and rattle uh, Clarissa. <laughs> Doesn't take much. Uh, <laughs> but I've always, we've always said this about Clarissa. When Clarissa puts forward her points and her retorts, they're always sound arguments. Yeah, they're always sound. sound. Her reasoning is always sound in terms of two-time Olympian, two-time world champion. Two time undisputed at two weight classes. She's achieved all this stuff. How are you not saying Savannah is better than her? When mm. Savannah had the opportunity to do all of this stuff, she went to the mm. Olympics. She went to the World Championships. Didn't do nothing. Like, you lot are saying this is beef where we could have been getting it cracking a number of times, but she couldn't make it to that level. <laughs> mm. So I hear her in that sense. But at the same time, Savannah is the only person to beat you. Therefore, it's even though. It shouldn't be that big. Let's say Clarissa lost two or three people, then it wouldn't be that big. But the thing he is, lost for, the one. <laughs> yeah. But also, the thing is, Flo's, Clarissa's the one that's made it bigger than what it should be. Yeah. By the fact that she bites every single time. Fusing, like, really bro. and truly, she could have just aired all the people saying Savannah Marshall, Savannah Marshall, but because she is who she is, and she always has to rebuttal everything and retort back to people who talk bad in her name. That's what's given legs to this fight. And that's actually what's given Savannah Marshall her, a, a bigger platform. So Chris is the one that's hyped it up herself. She's made this bigger mm-hmm. than what it, what it should be. So, yeah. And it's allowed us to see Savannah's personality a bit more. Yes. She's coming to it now, isn't she? Yeah, we're seeing her go there. I enjoy the back and forth. The <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah. If, if you could hurt Savannah you. when she first came through to now, she oozes a lot of confidence flows. You know, that just that yeah. quiet, not. I mean, not shy anymore so much. Just, Ooh. I I know I'm the shit kind of thing. Like, you know, yeah. I, I, don't, I, I ain't got to talk loud. You Ooh. see, like, it, it comes from me, like, the confidence. So she's got that now. Before it was very, it was the shyness. But now she knows how to push Chris's buttons. As I said, it doesn't take much. And she's yeah. happy to write, you know, she's happy to play that role, which is great. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for it. I, I am. I think when we previewed this before, we discussed... When it sell out the O2. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't think the tickets are selling like that, you know, which really? is disappointing. Uh, did, did, did we both conclusion say it would? I can't remember. I can't remember. I, I think we said it should. It should, as in it, it deserves to. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we said okay. it deserves to, but, but yeah. I, I, 
when I'm not sure we're not yeah. sure if it would like it deserves yeah. to in terms of what it is for boxing. Absolutely. But because boxing's casual, a casual sport, yeah, the hardcore fans will like it. The casuals won't feed into it. Do you think, so, Flores, Do you think that's been helped by the fact that it's an all female undercard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. Because that's we also said that it needs to be a really good yes, undercard. So, yeah. And granted, I I like the co-main event. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, I love we'll, that we'll, one. We'll talk about that as well, don't we? We'll get into that. Yeah. Let's, let's let's finish off. Yeah, let's. So this preview in terms of Savannah and Clarissa. Mm. Obviously, yeah, we this, all the preamble's done now. Uh, yeah, obviously we've heard it all before in terms of why Clarissa. It's so funny because I remember way back in the day, Clarissa used to say that oh she doesn't need to fight Savannah Marshall and she, she doesn't care for it, etc. That kind of stuff. But now she's openly saying that like yeah, it's gotten to me and I want to avenge my only loss. You know, I've done everything. Etc. Remember before when we spoke to her on Clubhouse floor, she said that she doesn't need to fight Savannah Marshall. She, you know, it doesn't. Yeah. It, remember we you know we raised it and she's like, I don't need to fight her. It's it's not it's not it doesn't impact my career or anything. But now she's openly saying, I've done everything. I need to avenge my only loss. So all that time it has got to her. And um, as a she's a winner, isn't she? So she's used to winning and she's a warrior mentality. So she's always going to yeah. want to. She's very competitive, as we know. So, she loves a yeah. challenge. She loves to achieve new heights. Loves yes. to elite yeah. mentality. If you ask yeah. me, yeah, crazy. Rare, even in the sport boxing, rare to see what she has. Very rare yeah. to see. Yeah, um, she takes on all comers. Doesn't duck or dodge. Wants to do everything. Dabbled in MMA. Yeah, no, no talking for the sake of talking mm. about business. Um, yeah, she, she means it. So good to good that this fight is happening because yeah, a lot of male boxers would have just aired Savannah for time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she means it. Pretend that pretend that they never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, nah, shout shout out to shout out to both of these ladies, man. This is a, a monumental fight, and the fact that it's for all the marbles as well oh. makes it even better. Uh, so this is like what middleweight this is. Um, boy, we got to talk about what we expect, how the fight to go down flows, man, because. Stylistically, these are two very different. Yeah, this is where it gets techie. This is where it gets very techie because we're gonna make some predictions too, Flores. <laughs> <laughs> but stylistically, they're very different, aren't they? In the sense that Clarissa pressure, pitbull, very quick hands, stays on you. Um, yeah, very quick, nifty, um, and she can bring a lot of pressure. While Savannah, taller, rangier, hits hard, can also box very, very well. Not the same hand speed as Chrissa, definitely a lot slower than Chrissa, but she's got a very good sense of timing. She knows how to pick a shot. She knows how to counter well. She even throws in a little shoulder roll here and there. You know, the, she, <laughs> you can see that you can see the the, the fury education. You, you can see that in it. So yeah, um, that's what makes it so intriguing. Because I remember before flows, this is what's going back a year and a half ago, two years, when obviously we were entertaining these two, you know, sort of predicting when what would happen back then. I said I sl- back then. I remember I said I slided with Carissa, uh, Carissa yeah. at the time, and you said you think Savannah might do it. Yeah. Um. That was a, a couple fights ago, or whatever. So mm. a lot of time has passed since then, and I'm looking at both of these fighters. This is a really tough one to call. Honestly, it really is a tough one yeah. to call. But first, I think I'm I think I'm leaning towards Savannah still. <laughs> <laughs> um, I say that because. Even though Clarissa does have the edge in speed, Clarissa isn't known for her power. 
In fact, that's one of the the, the sort of insults Savannah's been chucking at her is that she's pillow fisted. Um, Savannah knocked out a chick that's Crescent went the full ten yard ten you know ten rounds with I believe. So, um, and to me, I think back then, I wasn't sure that Savannah's boxing ability would be able to measure up to Clarissa's. But seeing her in subs, obviously I followed Savannah closely since she turned pro. Each fight, you can see this woman is a very, very good boxer as well. She's not just power. Clarissa keeps painting on the fact that she's just a big slugger. Savannah can bloody box. <laughs> she can box very, very well. I'm not going to say she's as good as a boxer as Clarissa. You might you can argue maybe she is. But the fact that she has a high-level boxing ability, just like Clarissa, and the power with that timing, I just think that she's going to time Clarissa and catch her with a big bomb. And this is the hardest hitting woman I've ever seen. So, boy, yeah. I, that's why I think I'm leaning towards Savannah, you know. I feel like yeah. maybe early rounds, Chris is going to start fast, but Savannah's going to download that data, warm up to it, and start getting the timing right, etc. Again, it's 50-50, though, for us, because Chris is a dog. So I know that she's not going to go down easy. She's a dog, and she stays oh. on you. So it makes it very interesting. But this is, I think that's why I'm now leaning towards Savannah, Savannah on this one. Well, before, mm. a couple of years ago, I was thinking, yeah, I think Chris is going to get her. But it's it's this 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 is a hard one to call for us. It's hard for me, hard. It's hard for me to say that. <laughs> Very hard. Um, when you look at accomplishments and resumes, and maybe even yeah, when you look at that in particular, and then you look at skills as well, it sounds crazy to go against Clarissa Shields. Yeah, given what they, it's, it almost sounds crazy, and it's even crazier when you see the odds have a S Savannah the favorite. Of course. <laughs> Which is crazy to me. <laughs> um, and off that almost makes me feel like you're not a bugging. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to put some money on Clarissa in that mm. sense. Um, just because the bookies, I feel like the bookies haven't worked out the odds properly. Yeah. But you you know my sentiments of Savannah. I've said for a long time, she's yeah. too sad. <laughs> too savvy. And it's not just her power, it's not just her poise, but her ability to stay, stay calm when she's yeah in that storm, when people are trying to load up of her. Like you say, she Bruh. has the shoulder roll. She can move out of position. She can counter pick shots. Remember, Very good Bob, the... I think the Zambian chick, mm. the leader, Mozu, I can't remember, the one who she, dirty knockout, by the way. Yeah. Do you remember how that tried... chick... Yeah? She tried it. She tried it. Yeah. So do you remember how that chick started and came yeah. and rushed the hell out of Savannah mm. in that first round? And she stayed cool as a cucumber, man. Literally yeah. ice cold throughout that. Whether that storm, they knocked her out. Yeah. That's what she actually could do. She's like, when because she, she, she doesn't, she's not a volume puncher. But no. when people try to bring that volume, especially in two minute rounds where we know women's boxing, they, they tend to go at it. Yeah. She stays calm in those and picks beautiful shots. And we know what Clarissa is going to do. She's, she's a volume puncher, hand speed, combinations, pressure. But we've also seen. Clarissa buzzed, sloppy, dropped. Yeah. Um, we, we've seen her drop. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. The buzz, we've seen. And fair enough, she goes on to win those fights. But we've seen those weaknesses. Whereas in Savannah, we see poise, we see confidence, we see yes. composure in those situations. And with the hand speeds, I believe she will land on Clarissa. Yeah. Time, time is amazing. A timing's good. I believe she will land on Clarissa. Yeah. And who knows what could happen when she does like yeah but at the same time I also see um 
how Clarissa can the, win. The occasion. Um, yeah. I think Clarissa, for those two-minute rounds, could just apply pressure, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, Nick rounds, yeah, boom, 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 yeah. Nick rounds, boom. Get, and Savannah's almost relying on hurting Clarissa and having her buzzed and taking over from there. So I think we're going to see a balance of both. This, is gonna be, this, this, <laughs> for, this fight's going to be superb, man. It's going to be superb. Bro, I need to see it again after this. I need to see yeah. it multiple times. Um, I'm my my pause before <laughs> my bum's right on this fence. <laughs> but I'm gonna stick Sticking with Stav. Okay, cool. Yeah, but cool. I'm, I'm definitely better than Clarissa because there's value there. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's good. Yeah, I'll holler at you later. It's, that, e- well, it's, e- it's even. It's even. Oh, it's even. Okay. Yeah. When you look at what they've accomplished, they've sparred the four. Yeah. I don't think Savannah's ever got the better. Well, apart from the, the amateur fight. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't think she's shown enough to say that she she should be the favorite. Um, yeah. No, I agree. But but um, this is the pro ranks. She's the home fighter in this case. Yeah. I, I do think this will come down not to just the boxing ability. I think it will come down to how they handle their emotions and how they handle the occasion. I think that's yeah. where the key is. And we can't predict that as such. Yeah. Because Clarissa might be like, I'm going to get her out in the first I want to knock her out. Clarissa's going to be charged up. I know you yeah. hear it. She's going to be so charged up. <laughs> and if she's over aroused, that could be a downfall. Yeah. And same time, Savannah might fold under the pressure, under mm. the lights. This is the biggest night of her career. Career. We've seen her supposedly fold in the Olympics when it was a London yeah. World Championships where she's been favourite. So I think emotions and the occasion will be the deciding factor here, not so much skill. Yeah. No, this 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 fight is gonna be superb, man. I can't I can't wait for this one. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I hope they have a rematch clause baked in because yeah. they're gonna to need to run it back. They're gonna to need to, I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to see we remember we said we want at least minimum a trilogy here for two of these yeah. he's, they're, they're not old obviously Chris is 27 so she's got back to yeah. time Samantha's not that old either <laughs> this this is this is a rivalry for the ages man Um, so yeah I'm trying to see at least at least two fights between these these two ladies so yeah, yeah. I can't wait I'm buzzing for it Um, but yeah I think Savannah too sad might bring it home <laughs> might even see something silly like a draw you know Oh, yeah, well, that that's, that's, that, that sets up the rematch, doesn't it? So, yeah, it, it could be controversial. Yeah, it's going to be a brilliant fight. Yeah, um, I'll say Sav, but ah, I see, I see Chris as well. For the longest, I was team, I was Chris on this one, but I, I've, I, yeah, I, I've just last two fights might have swung it Savannah's way for me. Uh, if I'm looking at both of them, but it's it is a 50, this is a 50 50. Like, there's, there's she's no favorite. We've we got we got to pick a yeah. winner because we got to pick a winner, but it's a 50 50, bro. <laughs> buddy, let, let's let's go one, one a piece. I'll go Clarissa, buddy. <laughs> oh, so we, we, we stopped around. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, oh, this is this is poor for me. Sorry, listeners. I'm 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 in an iron, but that's how close this fight is. Um, Bro, this is too sad though. This, this might be fight the year, man. Boom, buzzer down. I can see it. I I can yeah, I can see it, man. Because yeah. she she's a good boxer as well, damn good boxer, and. Yeah, as you said, we've seen Chris buzzed, and if she gets caught, I just don't see. Yeah, too sad for me. Okay, it's going to be again. so hard for the Carissa to meet. Obviously, she's capable of just bombing her out for two for, two, for the entire two minutes, but Sav isn't going to allow that. I just don't see her allowing that to happen. Let herself get get bombed out for two minutes, especially as Chris will be open when she's throwing these shots as well. So yeah, yeah, 
So that's why I that's why I just I can just see it, man. I just I'm I'm just using my boxing logic and whatever. That's how I can see it, man. So yeah, but me too. it's yeah. it's yeah. Sadly, um, yeah. Uh, we'll yeah. see. We're on the same page now. Because <laughs> that crowd is going to be hostile. Yeah, of course. Actually, would, would, it will. It will. No, Newcastle it will travel. Yeah, <laughs> of course it'll be hostile. Um, Mad hostile. Yeah, no, I can't wait for it. It's going to be a great occasion. And obviously you mentioned it earlier. Let's talk about it now. Because the, the, the rest of the card isn't well. The co-main, the co-main event is is superb as well. It's one of the fight. most fried beefs. <laughs> if we're talking beefs, we talk about that, but this is also another frying beef. Michaela Meyer, uh, she's putting two of her belts on the line. Um, I'm trying to think, what weight class are they? Uh, this is, uh, hang on, let me pre what weight class it is. It is uh, super featherweight, super featherweight. Okay, cool. Okay. So Michaela Meyer, Meyer, she's got two of the belts. And Alicia Baumgardner has got one of the belts. These two have been beefing since how long have now since they've been beefing? Folks, how, uh, how long have they been beefing? A, a good year, but it's daily, <laughs> daily back and forth. Daily back and forth on Twitter. Um, videos at each other, sending shots at each other. It's great that Boxer was able to get this on the undercard as well as a chief co-main support. Um, and it's a, it's a unification fight between two very good boxers as well. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this one as well. That's what I said. These two fights, they've given, they've treated us because the rest of the card, I won't lie, is meaty. <laughs> yeah. But but this this these two, superb. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on Maya and um and Baumgartner? Because um, we talked about Baumgartner a few times this pod, isn't it? We haven't really talked about Maya much, but Baumgartner we've, we've been very impressed with. I think as, as you know, as boxing fans, isn't it? So yeah. What are your thoughts on this one, Flores? It's a brilliant fight. Um, mm. Yeah. Again. Um, I think it hasn't got the shine it should have, maybe because they're both US based. Um, I feel like they should have had the gloves are off. I feel robbed. Yeah, we had that. Yeah, it's true. We haven't. There was meant to be a press conference that they didn't turn up to or something. There wasn't even a video press conference, so the build up mm. has been maybe because Baumgarn is really signed to the zone and she's pulling that whole not showing out for another promoter thing, but. I guess fight week will she'll she'll be around, so we'll get something to fight week. But I think the build up yeah. could have been a lot more prevalent. Um, great fight. I think Michaela should be the favorite given her pedigree. She was on yeah. the Olympic team. Um, she's the the, the unified champion. Yeah, Baumgartner kind of upset the apple cart. Had to take the tough road to get where yeah. she is. Yeah, but Baumgartner is a fighter. Um, we were very impressed against Harper, weren't we? Very, very impressed. <laughs> the way she dismantled Harper. Too. Cold <laughs> too. <laughs> but every time I see Michaela, she looks good. I can't lie. She looks yeah. good. Really good. Um, aggressive, can box, um, can, can take it up gears. Yeah. Uh, Going to be a brilliant one. What do you make of it? Yeah, man. Similar t- similar sentiments, bro. Um, it's It's live needle. Um, and they're both very good fighters, so I'm, you know, I'm sold from that, you know. So from yeah, from boxing, from a bo- boxing perspective, I already know I'm going to see fireworks between both of these ladies. Uh, I do agree with you as well. I think May will be the favourites. I think favourite in terms of not only just pedigree, but just look at dimensions as well. And she's got all the favourable tools. She's got considerably considerable height and reach difference um, over Baumgartner. 
Um, I think, yeah, she's naturally bigger as well. Um, so that could play into it. But yeah, that I think Baumgartner was putting them up with that with that Harper performance. Didn't really she knew of her beforehand, but well, yeah. I didn't expect that type of performance from her. You know, it, it, superb performance, absolutely superb performance, and stopped Harper in her tracks literally. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so yeah, that that makes it that makes it very interesting to me. Um, how how impressed were you with Bam Gardner's last performance against? She didn't she didn't stop her opponent, but she was it was UD. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if, if you remember seeing it. Yeah, I think I did. Um, off. I can't remember it, but I remember it happening. Um, yeah. So I, I, I don't really want to comment. I, I, on... I think I think she it was a comfortable W for her. Yeah. Um, and she just bad boxed her opponent from the start to finish, kind of thing. But, um. I'll be honest. I'm trying to think. When the last time I saw Maya out, she's top rank. Maya's top rank, isn't she? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Maybe it was the last fight where she she beat up her opponent. I felt mm. she could have got the stoppage. I don't think she did. Um, or maybe she did, but yeah, it was a beating up. Yeah, I, I I think she stepped on the gas to try and stop her, and I was like, she's gonna stop her. But I don't think she actually did. Yeah. But what makes it beautiful is that these beefs are really frying, so they're gonna get in the ring, and I don't think there's gonna be too many niceties. No, they're re- both camps in in both fights really want these wins, so it's gonna be a beautiful affair. Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna um, be a- <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, look. Boxing fans, I implore you, man, just tune into this card on Saturday. Uh, be on Sky Sports. Mm-hmm. Um, just tr- tr- if you have to tune in, tune in from from I guess the Bound and fight onwards. Um, and yeah, I, I generally don't think you'll be disappointed. I think both of these fights can be cracking, especially the main event, which is historic, and um, it's just gonna be just a great night, a great you know great great night's TV. So um. Yeah, man, I'm thoroughly looking forward to it. Obviously, like I said, we're going to be there, taking it in live and direct, <laughs> and definitely running back the fight the next day. So as soon as I get back, as soon as they upload the highlights, we're there again, watching it again. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't see these fight two fights being stinkers. Touch wood, <laughs> bro. If if you if you want to get down to it, get down to it, man. Um, I'm sure. I think tickets are still available, and it's yeah. about thirty. Yeah. So if you want a guaranteed entertaining night of boxing. Guaranteed, not doing anything on Saturday. Get down to it. Get to buck the yeah. strap boys as well. Yeah. <laughs> you see us, say hi. Bang, bang for your buck. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but for those, I can't wait, man. I can't wait for Saturday. I'm, I'm mm. buzzing for it. Um, yeah, I, I still got to finish off the gloves are off. I haven't finished it yet between, Ooh. um, between um, obviously the two main, the two main event fighters. Um, saving that for like a nice little <laughs> just before 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 I take it in but yeah um, I can't wait I'm excited I, I'm going to definitely look forward to pre- to reviewing this next week as well <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. It's gonna be interesting but um, yeah let's call it a day there man um, it's got, I've got all the excitement off my chest now um, once again yeah this has been episode 106 of the Straps in the Podcast I'm your boy Cam I'm your boy Flo's And please, guys, keep supporting, keep liking, keep sharing. Peace.